As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic Soccer Show wants you involved in our coverage throughout the World Cup. Whether you're at home, in a bar, in Qatar, or somewhere else, we want to hear about what you're seeing, feeling, and discussing. Record it in a voice note or write it out and send it to worldcupattheathletic.com. It may be used in a future podcast. Hi, I'm Alex Abnos. Today's games are over. This is World Cup Every Day. Tuesday, November 22nd, is our first full day with a full four-game slate. Those games, Argentina versus Saudi Arabia at 5 a.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1, Denmark versus Tunisia at 8 a.m. on Fox Sports 1, Mexico versus Poland at 11 a.m. on Fox, and France versus Australia at 2 p.m. on Fox. All those games are also on Telemundo, and all those times are Eastern. Of those games today, of course, features the return of the defending World Cup champions who are playing without Karim Benzema after the Ballon d'Or winner suffered a thigh injury in training. I went to France training before the injury, and my colleague Luke Bosher went afterwards. We sat down at the media center here in Qatar and shared our experiences and outlook on Le Bleu. Right, I'm sitting here at the beautiful FIFA uh, Media Center journalist working area with Luke Bosher. Luke, both you and I have had the experience a couple days apart of going to open training for France, uh, both times to sort of get a sense of what their what the vibe around the team is, because that team has had a lot of uh, <laughs> vibes issues, uh, to put it, to put it simply. Uh, but in between our visits. Probably the biggest injury absence of this World Cup came out. Karim Benzema, now out for the World Cup with a thigh injury, suffered in one of the trainings that happened between those two. Now, Karim Benzema was training off to the side when I went. What was, you know, what was the reaction when you arrived? What were people saying about him? How do you get the impression that France are going to recover from this? I mean, just in terms of the reaction, I think both... Ibrahima Konate and Eduardo Camavinga, who um, 
were at the press conference yesterday were asked multiple questions by multiple journalists about how big a blow Benzema's absence will be to the team. Uh, and Didier Deschamps today, who we just spoke to, he was also asked multiple times. So I think that tells you uh, about the magnitude, um, the aura that kind of Benzema carries, even when he's not here. Um, in terms of yesterday, the players, they both said that they admitted it would be a big blow to lose Benzema, or it is a big blow, but uh, they, they kind of backed the squad to rally around and, you know, they were keen to remind us that, you know, it's a squad. They've got quality players. Um, you know, Olivier Giroud is a very talented player. You know, Camavinga was keen to kind of extol the virtues of, of Kylian Mbappe and what he brings. He was the star four years ago. And, and you know, it's important to remember that Benzema wasn't in the France team that won the World Cup. That's right. Four years ago, he was, you know, in exile then so they they clearly have a way of of winning without him um even though you know he's you know in the hunt for the ballon d'or very much um Olivier Giroud also I believe in the hunt for the France all-time goal scoring record at a world cup um which is pretty amazing if you think about it not a bad option to have in reserve without Benzema a lot is made about sort of the vibe of this France team as I mentioned before you know there's always some sort of a drama some sort of interpersonal thing that either gets resolved and they do things like win the World Cup or it doesn't get resolved and they do things like crash out in the group stage and have all sorts of invites. Uh, did you get any sense that there's going to be like a French collapse uh, in the cards? It would be hard to from like observing training from afar, but like what did you see? Because I'll just tell you my impression. <laughs> this looks like a team that's like very, very, very business-like not exactly having a lot of fun, not exactly joking around a ton. Was that just like the day I happened to go? Or, you know, what what did you see? What was your sort of impression about how the team goes about training in their everyday lives? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not there for everyday sure, lives. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe not I wish I was yeah, uh, yeah. embedded that deep in the France team. Um, but the training session that I went to, um, you know, they it's honestly it seemed like a good vibe they um they started with some you know basic warm-ups and then they did some kind of like passing drills and they did um a big rondo um and that was great you know there were shouts and cheers for nutmegs and it, it seemed to be like you know 10 passes completed and uh, the players in the middle have to do push-ups and that happened a couple of times and, yeah you know there was a bit of banter um between them and, and it all seemed well but then you have things like I think Antoine Griezmann said yesterday that they don't really do a lot off the training pitch mm. and I think that's that's kind of more what you're talking about what you saw which is that you know it's very much like a job for yeah. these guys they're not like mates and yeah. you know we've seen yeah, as you sort of alluded to we've seen rivalries we've seen disagreements between players and players players and the coach you know the coach and you know the president of the you know french football federation Players, families everybody. <laughs> literally yeah so i mean everyone gets involved but um my impression was that it, it looked normal um you know normal kind of you know football players having fun in training this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the nba want to get closer to the game than ever before Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. France and Australia, of course, met in the group stage at the last World Cup. Uh, France pulled out a 2-1 win, but I I didn't go back and watch tape of it. I vaguely remember this being not the most exciting game in the world. Uh, What does this France team know about Australia? Have they taken any lessons from that? Uh, What's your sort of impression there? Well, Deschamps today spoke about how they haven't watched too much uh, video footage of that game because obviously it's you know four years later both squads are quite different but he was keen to stress that their performance wasn't good enough mm. um, and they they very nearly came close to dropping points against Australia who you know with the greatest respect to them are a team that France should be beating um, it's interesting because Konate and Kamavinga were both asked about oh, you know how much do you know about this Australia team you know have you watched film of them <laughs> and Konate was like we've watched uh, we've obviously analysed them in the last couple of days but I don't know any of the players individually <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know take that um, you know as you will and Kamavinga was reminded about the fact that he played Aaron Moy, um, you know, Real Madrid versus Celtic in the Champions League they played yeah. twice earlier this season uh, and Kamavinga you know, maybe I'm being harsh on him, but he did not seem to remember who Aaron Moy was. Um, Unbelievable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, himself, you know, may not even may not even play. He um he was not in the training session after okay. the press conference yesterday, but um he is a quality player. So we'll finish up with this. What are your expectations of France in this tournament? I think they're potentially one of the most interesting teams because as defending champions they have a certain aura about them they obviously have tons of talent but it's also very very difficult to win two world cups in a row doesn't happen (laughs) so what's your sort of read on on france's chances this year yeah i mean you know there is the whole curse of the uh of the champions thing um that again Deschamps was keen to very much downplay as uh no kidding (laughs) as you know something that you know they they can they choose their own destiny yeah um but i i think you know they're already missing Pogba. They're already missing Kante going into Deschamps announcing his squad. And then they've since lost three players and three three pretty big players. Three players. Yeah. You know, I mean, Nkunku maybe wouldn't have started, but he's a really important player. And then losing Kimpembe and then Benzema. You know, that's just three big blows. And they've only called up two players to replace those three because Deschamps you know, kind of said today he was happy with 25 and, and he kind of felt like he didn't need anyone, which maybe is a bit... Inter- interesting if, strategy. If I was yeah. if I was Anthony Martial, I'd I'd feel a bit slighted yeah. personally. But um, going back to your, your your question, I think France should get out of their group. But this is a World Cup. Lots of things should happen that don't. Yeah. If I you know if I was to to put a prediction on it, I'd say that France will they'll get out of the group because it's not an altogether that difficult group. Um, but they will, especially if they finish second, which is possible because uh, you know. Croatia uh, are a good side. Um, yeah. Not sorry, not Croatia. Denmark are a good side, and Denmark have beaten France twice, I think, already this year. So it's you know, it would not surprise me if Denmark won the group, France come second, get a tricky draw for the last sixteen, and then you know we say bye bye to France in two weeks' time. Well, that certainly would be something. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, whatever happens. Until then, 
Thank you so much, Luke, for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thank you so much to our wonderful producer, Mike Zimmerman, for putting this and all of our shows on this feed together. I'm Alex Abnos. Enjoy all the games. We'll see you tomorrow.